Welcome to Alive and Active Life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. It was the final episode of a TV series, and I'd been waiting for weeks to find out what would happen. So, with a cuppa and my TV glasses, I sat in my favorite chair with eager expectation. About halfway through, I thought, what? Surely not. I know it's going to end better than this. Incidentally, it didn't. And I was so disappointed. Over weeks of anticipation, I really did hope for more than that. In a similar way of hope, we can live for more and have more each day. To live for more is an interesting concept. In many ways, each day, you and I live for more. From a small event like a closing TV show to a large investment to a commitment in a career or ministry, and so on. We simply always live for more, and we hope for more. In actuality, this is part of our human design. It's sort of inbred to live for more, and we're wired to hope. There is a really wonderful component to this longing, and there is a horribly frightful component at the opposite end. But let's talk about the really wonderful component first. Simply knowing it's within reach to live for more gives you hope and drive to launch out. This launch can often improve your situation, your conditions, and your future. So in this way, to live for more is really wonderful. In fact, it's an invitation to discover and be you, to reach for your full potential, and to make a difference in this world. Consequently, this is critical to your community, your country, and the whole world. Your life matters and even makes it possible for others to live for more. What a gift to give to someone. And incidentally, don't underestimate your influence. It reaches far beyond what you might imagine. Really wonderful is the gift Jesus came to give His people. He wants you and everyone to live for more. He came to give life abundantly. John 10 verse 10 says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. All right, that was the really wonderful component about living for more. But then the horribly frightful component at the opposite end? Let's explore that just a little bit. What does it mean to have a horribly frightful component on the other end of really wonderful? Well, when a person becomes self-focused, ingrown, and stunted by a misinterpretation of live for more, bad things can happen, horribly frightful things for individuals, for families, in fact, affecting entire communities, nations, and the world. Sadly, this is when a person becomes very unhealthy, bitter, resentful, actually living for more, but only for self. 
That's an implosion waiting to happen. This has never represented God's nature, His creation, or the human race as He designed it. And of course, this means God has more for you. Why not find out how to live for more? Well, you have to look up and out for more. People are healthier when they look upward to God and outward to others and to world realities. Even when things don't look good, this honest look can bring perspective and change. What if the world is unhealthy? Well, it is. We already know that part. However, Jesus had purpose coming into this world. Luke 9 verse 56 says, Jesus did not come to destroy men's lives. He came to save them. So we can conclude Jesus came to do away with what is horribly frightful and bring a lot more really wonderful into people's lives. Well, let's look at some helpful tips for more. Reasonably, a question would be this. How to live for more without being self-focused? There are several helpful tips to live for more. And interestingly, most tips are simple things that influence your approach to life. Without these tips, you would not have a shot at really wonderful in a broken, sinful world. You would be confined to horribly frightful every day. Because we live in challenging current world conditions, we need helpful tips, especially simple ones. From war-torn countries to hunger to the tragedy of society's fabric being ripped apart by lies and self-focus. So let's look at three simple, helpful tips to keep in mind. First tip is this. God loves you. It is true. He loves you. He promised to love you no matter what happens, no matter what you choose, no matter what circumstances fill your life. He says, I have loved you with an everlasting love, Jeremiah 31.3. You can believe that. When life threatens you with horrible stuff, fall back into Him. He is your strong fortress, Psalm 31, verse 2. Similar to a force field around you, His Spirit keeps you safely hemmed in with a reach far beyond the dimensions of this world. God's love is so practical. In fact, it fills you with joy and confidence to rise up no matter how harsh things become around you. As time passes into what the Bible calls the end times, life will get increasingly challenging. How assuring to know in your heart God will never leave you or forsake you in those times. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. He also knows your limitations. Psalm 103, verse 14 says, For he knows what we are made of. He realizes we are made of clay. He knows that we are made from the dust of the earth, and he is the one who formed us. So remember the simple idea that God loves you, and it's true. The second simple idea is that God provides instruction to live for more. Because God has given you the heads up 
about living in this broken world. You can live for more. You can have peace. You can have joy and power. Generously, God provides critical instructions in His Word. So, you have everything needed for every developing situation. Check out 2 Peter 1, verses 3 and 4. Consequently, you can live forward with confidence even when crossroads of life are filled with turmoil, confusion, fear, threats, and even hurt. If you cling to God's instructions, then you'll be filled with a can-do perspective. After all, God has gone before you to every crossroads you will experience. Anticipating your arrival, He has stockpiled supplies, rest stops, and refreshment just for you. But you have to trust Him for those things, or they won't be yours. Interestingly, it's the person who adopts God's principles that lives a healthy life even in troubled times, even in end times. So take in God's Word, which is Scripture, to engage a rich, meaningful relationship with the living Word, with Jesus. In other words, know God. Build a strong relationship with Jesus the living word, using scripture, the written word. And you can do that in a number of ways. Here are some. First of all, read it. Second, study it. Third, memorize. Fourth, meditate on it. Then, trust it. And then finally, and this is the most important step, obey it. It's impossible to separate the written word from the living word. They are one and the same. If you try to separate them, you will end up with legalism on one end or shallowness on the other. Keep in mind, people have died to get Scripture into people's hands because it connects them to Jesus. If you take in God's written and living word, then you will have an alive and active life. Already, the third simple point that you can remember is God transforms you to live for more. Yes, He transforms you as you trust His love and obey His instructions. He literally changes your character to be like His own. It doesn't matter how long you've been a Jesus follower. Even with the wealth of experience, there's always more transformation needed to be like Christ. Personally, I've been stunned to realize how much more is right around the corner when I get there. Walking life out with Jesus always opens a door to live for more. I'm certain that you've discovered life isn't always really wonderful. There's way too much that's horribly frightful. Subsequently, in each difficulty, pause and remember what you already know. You are designed to participate in transformation. 2 Peter 1, verses 5 through 8 gives an excellent short list of what to aim for. So I encourage you to look that up. Again, that's 2 Peter verses, chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. Transformation always takes place in the moment. It's not in the next moment. It's in the current moment. 
That's when you are transformed. God blesses responses of faith even when you can't see it. So let's real quick go over those three helpful and simple tips that help you each day. First of all, God loves you. Second, God provides instruction to live for more. And then third, God transforms you to live for more. Well, if you've been walking with the Lord, then you know that when you get to more, there's even more. You can live for more and then even more beyond that. Living with Jesus each day is a process of learning, growing, discovering. Consequently, it also means thriving. This is because, first, God loves you. Second, He provides instruction. And thirdly, He transforms you more and even more. God wants you to be who He created increasingly and to enjoy what is still good in life, even in end times. Things like nature, dear friends, food and clothing, freedoms, responsibility, and many more things. When you're tempted to give up or to take a dip into ungodly decisions, it is time to be stubborn about trusting God's love. Be stubborn about honoring His instructions when you're tested, tired, hurting, or discouraged. And be stubborn about letting God continually transform you. Through surrender, you discover more and then even more God has for you. Remember, He's waiting for you to arrive at each crossroads with supplies, rest stops, and refreshment for the next part of your journey. Be assured of your life and your future. Live for more that is really wonderful. Conversely, the person who is nearsighted, blind, and forgetful of what matters most gets more of what is horribly frightful. You can check out 2 Peter 1 verse 9. Let's look at some application thoughts and questions for the content today. First of all, what's in your life that is really wonderful? Second, do you have anything horribly frightful threatening your peace, joy, and power? Number three, have you been stuck looking inward at yourself? Why not? Look up and out to see God and others. Fourth, do you believe God loves you? That was one of the simple steps, helpful tips. Five, have you determined to follow His instructions each day? That was the second one. And then number six is, are you cooperating with His work to transform you, which was the third simple tip we went over. Okay, the seventh question Do you enjoy what is still good? Are you taking time to take in nature, a friend, being appreciative for food and clothing and freedoms, taking responsibility seriously as a privilege? And then number eight, why not live for more and then even more? I invite you to follow us on your favorite social media. Do sign up on our email list to receive weekly articles. Plus, Tune in 
to our weekly podcast using your preferred podcast app, or you can use our online player at the top of each article in our website. Visit our website for resources to get into God's Word and live an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org, your web-based home for resources, including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list and subscribe to our podcast to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.